All right, Mackie and Jeb with Rami on the all-new Score North and the Score North app. And I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's a football game this weekend in town. Uh, the Gophers play Penn State, and they're both undefeated. And I think it's I, I was born in 1985, graduated from the U of M in 2007. It's the biggest college football game that I can remember in the state of Minnesota. And P.J. Fleck, Rami Makloff, is new to the Twin Cities as of last January. And uh, I think this would be a great time for you to put into perspective to somebody new on the sports scene here the magnitude of this game this weekend at TCF Bank Stadium. Well, there's two ways of looking at it. Uh, one, you know, we talk about to our players that we want to be 1-0 in this season. It's Penn State season. It's a national championship season, conference championship season. It's the biggest game of the year. Why? Because it's the next one. But last week during the bye week, we did address it. Uh, I think it's really important for our fans to know and the state of Minnesota to know that this is one of the biggest games uh, in program history. You know, this is uh, we're, we're talking about since World War II in the 60s have things like this happened before. And I think when you're starting to talk about the 40s and 50s and 60s, that's what we wanted to restore. You know, the whole theme for this year was restore our traditions, and that's what we want to be able to do. And, you know, we've had seven national championships, 18 Big Ten championships. They just haven't happened for over 50-plus years, and that's what we want to do. We want to be able to restore those things. So that's our mission. It's a huge game. Penn State's a phenomenal football team. 8-0, we're 8-0. You couldn't ask for anything better. And who wants a championship run to be easy? This is what it's all about when you hit November. Ranked teams playing each other. It couldn't get much better than this in TCF Bank Stadium, that's for sure. Did you have a timeline when you got here to Minnesota, and did you think you'd be playing games this big this early on in your tenure at Minnesota? Or are you are you ahead of the pace that, that you set when you first took this job? You know, I think it's really hard to always say where, you're, where you are um, in terms of ahead of pace, behind the pace. We knew that this was going to take time no matter what. We have a certain way of doing things. We have a certain process of how we rebuild programs, and it's in place. Uh, 80% of our team is still freshmen and sophomores, so most people think that we're a little ahead of schedule, but it just shows the talent that we're bringing in here and the recruiting success we're having, but also it shows the 11 seniors that we really have who are playing a lot of football for us have been through a lot, and they have embraced their path to create their future and really done a great job of leading these young guys. So we're exactly where we're supposed to be, period. We're exactly where uh, we are supposed to be, where we think we're supposed to be because we're here. And um, we just need to take advantage of every single day we have. So, PJ, how do you weigh, uh, for you and your team in particular, enjoying this week and the magnitude of this game and sort of absorbing it and enjoying what goes on around it while also maintaining a complete focus on Penn State and that game on Saturday morning? You know, I was taught a long time ago, when you have really successful people, really successful teams, one of the sicknesses they have is the ability not to appreciate where they are or the ability to always think it's never good enough. When you are in a position that we're in as a football team, you've got to celebrate the moments. They'll celebrate the moments, help in that nothing's ever good enough. That type of that, that type of thickness that 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 really successful people and successful teams have. So we celebrate. I mean, every Saturday in our locker room, it is like a huge party. Sundays in our team meeting, leading up to our team meeting, is a huge party of celebratory uh, fashion. And we also talk about exactly where we're at, honestly. We talk about the outside noises. We bring it into our culture. We dissect it, and then we spit it back out from our culture's perspective because you cannot ignore what's happening. I think if you ignore what's happening, I only get the kids two hours a day. After they leave us, 
they will listen to the other 22 hours of what people are telling them. If you're not celebrating the moment, if you're not educating them about what to do next, if you're not, if your culture is not strong enough to absorb all of it and then spit it back out the way you want them to handle it. So that's how we're doing it. We're celebrating it. We're not ignoring it. And, but then we're looking at it as one game seasons and changing our best and renewing that every Sunday. Uh, PJ Fleck with us here. Gophers Penn State this upcoming weekend, Saturday, 11 o'clock, national TV, ABC. It's Mackie and Jeb with Rami here. Um, I, I, I want to ask you about something I, I hear in clips I've heard in locker room speeches. I think a lot of people refer to don't be afraid to fail, but you talk a lot about not being afraid to succeed or, as as you've put it before, not being afraid to be legendary or uh, or however you want to put it. Can you elaborate on that? When you when you tell your players, don't be afraid of success, where does that come from and what does that mean? Well, it's all about how you define success, right? The way we define success is the peace of mind you get from knowing you did everything you can to be the best you could be as long as you change your best, right? So that's how we define success, and that's really John Wooden's definition of it. Uh, and when we talk to our team, you know, we haven't won a championship in over 50-plus years. You know, there's going to be a team that comes along that ends that streak. And why can't that be us somehow, some way? And when you do that, you set your, your, you set your name in stone in the legacy of Minnesota Golden Gopher football. But there's a lot of people out there that are really scared of success because they're scared of failing. You can't have success without adversity and a lot of failing. The only thing you can't do is quit. And so if you quit, you'll never become legendary. You'll never succeed. But if you continue to fail and grow, you can have a life of success somehow, some way. And if you have enough of it and you're consistent enough, somehow, some way, you can stamp your legacy on the program. And that's what we want our players to do here. So in your eyes, there is no ceiling for the Minnesota football program. National championship is the ceiling for the Minnesota football program in your eyes. I truly believe that. And I know people will mock that, make fun of that. I will, not, I will not stand down from that ever. Uh, that is the expectation. We want to run a national championship program. We run a national championship program academically, athletically, socially, and spiritually. And we won't come down from that. If, is, will that take a while for that to happen? Sure it will. Could that be this year? That, that's, that's meant to be seen. Uh, but we have that expectation when we are going to run our program that way. And we're going to have that type of expectation in everything that we do. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. So I'm almost 50, PJ. I follow Gopher football since 1978. And, and obviously you've seen um, the fact that this team has not been to World's Bowl. I think it was since January of 63. Talking to me, give, give me the pitch for why a person my age or thereabouts shouldn't be apprehensive. Because, you know, when it comes to this program, it's had some good moments before for sure. And but it always seems like they fall short. What's your pitch to people like me who say, "Oh boy, it's getting scary." Every year is its own entity, and comparisons steal your joy. I mean, if you're going to compare us to what has happened in the past, then you'll never be with us. You'll never be on. You'll never be all in. The dream is in the journey, right? And so, the fun part about this whole thing is the whole process of the whole season already. It was the, it was the fun back in January. It was recruiting. It was signing day. It was a whole spring ball. It was all of our summer workouts. It was training camp. It was our work on the field, off the field, in the classroom. Everything's led us to this point right now. And, and when you have a championship program and you have somebody that really wants to be a part of that, the joy is the journey. Because once you win, and once you win a championship, 
People are then going to say, well, can you do it again next year? There will immediately be criticism, there will immediately be critics, and there's going to be immediate expectation for the next year. So you've got to learn to enjoy the ride. And just because things happened in the past doesn't mean it's going to happen again. And that means that can keep happening and happening and happening, and then there's going to be that one team that stops it. And this is a really special team. Is this the one that stops it? That's meant to be seen later on. But you've got to enjoy the journey of becoming a champion. And I think this is a really unique program, a unique culture, and a unique style of making that happen that really will embrace anybody of all ages. Yeah. Old, young, middle age, uh, people who have seen championships, haven't seen championships, people who moved in here or who have been from here their entire life, no matter what age or, or, or religion or male or female that you are, you can all be a part of our program and culture because that roll the bolter can touch every area of everybody's life, and it's not just about football. Unless you're a college game day executive, in which case you're no longer, you're not even invited anymore. <laughs> Bleep those guys, PJ. There's still a chance, though. The Wisconsin game, there's still a chance sometime this year for game day to show up to town. Oh, there, absolutely, there's a lot of chances. There's chances in the future. You know, this is, we want to have high expectations here. We want to be able to bring that Minnesota culture back, that championship way back. And when you do that, people will come. How could you turn down one and two? It's, it's a game yep. of the century. It's undefeated teams. I get that. I understand that. That doesn't mean it's the only opportunity we're going to have in the future. So uh, whether this year or years to come, we know we have a very unique environment here. We have a very unique city. And one of these days, we'd love to share that with the, uh, the whole country. PJ, do you have this energy in just your day-to-day life? Because I love it. I just can't imagine, like, when you go to make dinner at night with your wife, do you bring this type of row-the-boat energy into let's let's make the best dinner we can possibly make and not set any ceiling on how great this dinner can be? Is this is this just how PJ Fleck lives life? It, it truly is. People always ask, are you always like this? And I respond, uh, like what? I have no idea what people are, I have no idea what people are talking about. Who I am, and I'm not afraid to be myself. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm not for everybody, and uh, that's okay. I don't want to be for everybody. Uh, I, I'm going to be myself. I want our players to be themselves. I want to be the best version of themselves, and that's what I want to be able to hopefully teach them through how I live my life. Um, but in terms of Heather and I cooking at night, she's Italian. Um, I don't have much say of what gets cooked or how it gets cooked. And I would consider myself a great griller. Every guy, in the, every guy in the world thinks they can do two things, right? They can grill and coach football. But I, I, I think I'm really good. But I live with an Italian, and she has even taken over that responsibility. So you can imagine how the cooking or the grilling goes in our house. And I just, I pretty much submit at this point. Well, you've uh, you've hit on one of Rami's three favorite foods. Italian is one of them. Uh, Mexican and free. Yeah, free, and free, is, yeah. free is my favorite. Which kind is of food, media entity, right? Personified. <laughs> we'll always take free food, PJ. Sure. Hey, last thing. Uh, as a longtime um, follower of sports in, in this town, seen lots of things here, including coaches being linked to different jobs when they're successful. What would you tell me about the fact that you know with, with the go for success? Your name's already come up with Florida State. It's going to come up with probably other top jobs that are going to become available here in the coming weeks. How confident should we be that P.J. Fleck is not going to abandon us because the Minnesota sports fan always very concerned about being abandoned, P.J.? Well, first of all, the success that comes to our program that is national right now is is well-deserved for our whole state. And I think anytime you're getting any type of exposure, no matter what it is, whether it's the players, whether it's the team, whether it's the coach, I think it's really healthy uh, for the whole university in general. But I'm focused on Penn State, period. 
And I expect to be here a very long time. Uh, I love working with Mark Coyle and our administration, and President Gable is an absolute rock star. And uh, Heather and I love living here, especially with our children. Uh, it's a very special place. P.J. Fleck, Gophers Penn State, 11 a.m. kickoff, TCF Bank Stadium this Saturday, ABC. We appreciate the time and uh, enjoy this week, man. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having us on the show. Grow the boat, Scotty Mod, go Gophers. Thanks. All right.